You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Welcome to the Cult Movie Cantina, home yes. of wine and wanting cameras. Woohoo! <laughs> That's all I came for. And I was <sighs> this is the podcast that look at like this your... is an important one. It is an important. It one. is important. I know, and nobody can see. It doesn't. They don't have to it's see. Status. It's supposed to make you I'll feel. Take a picture. They, they saw your status last week. Oh no! Y'all are about to see it again. I'm gonna have a picture. Here, this guy's gonna here. post it in the well, notes. Hold on, I'm okay. taking a picture of you. Hold on. How do I? How do I look? Admirally, you look very, very um, military esque. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I created a monster. You're right. <laughs> How are my tassels? Are good? It's pretty darn good. Okay, good. I look like I'm flying an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I love it. Thank you, cadets. <laughs> Thank you, cadets. <laughs> At ease. Um, this is the podcast that look at some of your favorite cult films. That's you. Uh, wow, <laughs> that's, that's you. a first. <laughs> We've uh, done that before. Uh, we, um, adds an alcoholic beverage. That's me. Uh, introduces someone who's not seeing that. That would be you. Thank you. Oh, yeah, I was going to let you continue. You're and okay. uh, uh, then we talk about it. Um, I'm your Native American pop culture spirit guide, Scotty, and I'm joined by... You're a facilitator of fun and lady of libations, Stephanie. Uh, I have been promoted, <laughs> and I am now... Justina, your angelical jester, Admiral. She, she who knows, knows no, no movies. movies. But it's like a legit thing this time. Like I've been an Admiral this whole time. So if you watched, so we're clear. if you watched our little <laughs> holiday video uh, last week, uh, you saw Justina get promoted. But I have tassels now. She has a hat and tassels. She's, I do. She's that's that's her life. Now. I'm flying this plane. Awesome now. I hope y'all are ready. <laughs> <I'm flying laughs> this plane. The exits are here and here. <laughs> Um, flight attendants do not fly the plane. You realize that you could be like an I admiral on a Navy ship, right? Because yeah. Navy ship admirals have the same hats. Yeah, yeah. yeah but okay. I look like I'm flying a plane. So. Well, it's because you have that thing, yeah, those yeah. headphone things. I, I use this while I steer the boat. <laughs> steer the boat. <laughs> I have one of the big ones, too, like a <sighs> like a pirate. She's steering the ship straight to hell right like now. Hang on it like the bus driver's <laughs> I have a thing on it like the bus drivers, guys. That's nice. Iceberg ahead. <laughs> have you seen Titanic? I have seen Titanic. Wow. That, that's actually like an interesting story for me. Like seeing Titanic or Titanic itself? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like having had seen it. I'm about to say, because Titanic is a pretty harrowing story. I <laughs> saw it in the theaters. I saw it in the st- theaters like 10 times. Yeah, I saw it twice. That's I think, in commitment because the it was two VHSs. <laughs> It you was. had to get up in the middle. Okay, so we had on VHS. I, I kind of wanted to try to on the show, but um, uh, as I so I was in third grade when they discovered the Titanic, uh, when Robert Ballard discovered it. So I got like really hooked on like, like it was like a day where I like I didn't know the Titanic ex- existed, and the next day I was super obsessed with the Titanic. <laughs> And so, uh, and then, uh, so I was really super excited for when the movie came out. Plus, it's James Cameron, so it was. It was, it was really good. I learned from that you never trust anything made by Irish people. <laughs> and now we've been canceled. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> Actually, Irish people make great beer and whiskey. 
and we're still canceled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're I'm not, just joking. We're I'm not going to joking. Ireland. Might as well just do I'm the accent. I'm just <laughs> joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. So you have to make a whole apology. And just, anyway. I apologize. I love your beer and whiskey. I'll buy everyone a round of beverages in Ireland. How about that? The whole entire country of Ireland. The whole entire country. First Great. round's on First Stephanie. round on me. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, this week we uh, we are continuing our our run through Christmas movies. Uh, last time you heard what we uh, did, Home Alone. We did. And it had Mora in it. Mora. 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 It's the mom from Shit's Creek. Oh my gosh, you guys! I don't oh. watch that show. No, oh, yeah, that's it. Catherine O'Hare. Thank you. Yeah, I don't watch that show. Uh, don't look at me like that, both of you. <laughs> Oh, I know something relevant and up to date. And I'm they're like, like, and I'm like, what? You are you are the hippest one of all of us. <laughs> this admiral status, right? You have been really promoted taking to, control, right? You have been promoted. Um, so we're continuing our run through um, Christmas movies, and so for our final Christmas movie of the of uh, the month and of the year, for the final movie of the year, um, we are taking a look at Die Hard. It was great. The greatest Christmas movie ever made. Yes, it was. Um, so, the greatest Christmas season of the Harry Potter movies ever made. That's what you should have said. So, 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 it was like Christmas break. Right. At Hogwarts. <laughs> That's right. Whatever. Hogwarts offshoot. <laughs> it was kind of like Christmas break at Hogwarts. They get into all sorts of shenanigans <laughs> when everybody goes home for the holidays. That's true. Although, That's true. I have never seen Snape smile that was uncomfortable. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, he has little teeth compared to what you would expect. <laughs> like, <laughs> I did not focus on his teeth at well, all. Well, he smiled and I was like, sir. Well, the, uh, this was um, his first major movie role and he almost didn't take it. He tried not to, to take it. Really? Why? Um, he didn't want to be a film actor. He's a stage actor. He's not fine. He was an excellent film actor, though. Right. He uh, walked in and started talking, and I was like, it's Professor Snape. Guess who helped talk him into it? Who? Patrick Stewart. <gasps> That's awesome. Did yeah. you know that Patrick Stewart wanted to be part of Monty Python's Flying Circus? Didn't we all? <laughs> <laughs> Because a lot, those a lot of those guys are his close and personal friends, and he I didn't know anything about a flying. Circus, he was so. a Shakespearean actor, but wanted to do comedy. <laughs> oh. No. Uh, so let's get into this. Let's okay. do it. I will first. Uh, no, trailer? Say, uh, are we going to watch the trailer? Yeah, we'll watch the trailer now. It's Christmas Eve in L.A., California. Is Daddy coming home, Sue? Well, we'll see what Santa and Mommy can do, okay? A New York cop, John McLean, has come to see his wife. I missed you. Instead, he's going to have to save her. Sit down. Within this skyscraper high above the city, 12 terrorists have declared war. They're about to be told a lesson in the real there is brilliant because I am interested in the six hundred and forty million dollars in your vault. As they are ruthless. But I'm telling you, you're just gonna have to kill. Okay. We do it the hard way. Now, the last thing McLean wants. Think, David, think. Is to be a hero. Where's Holly? Tucker! Where? But he doesn't have a choice. What does he think he's doing? <laughs> John. They have already killed one hostage. This channel is reserved for emergency calls only. Lady, do I sound like I'm born to pieces? He's inside? Who is he? Oh, yes, 
Would you like to go for double jeopardy? Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? yippee ki mother. You just destroyed a building. And I am in charge of this situation. Well, I got some bad news for you. From up here, that looks like you're in charge of Jack. He is alone, he is tired, and he hasn't seen deadly squat from anybody down here. Hey, pal, how you feeling? Only John can drive somebody that crazy. He's an easy guy to like. Come out to the coast, we'll get together, have a few laughs. And a hard man to kill. Bruce Willis, Die Hard. Got invited to the Christmas party by mistake. Who knew? And that was the trailer. All right. Riveting. Um, I, I will say this. There will not be a sermon this episode because it's Christmas and I didn't write one this time around. <laughs> there you go. I have been extremely busy at work. So. The pastor has invited us all to the stage. So we're, all, we're just going to talk about it. But first, I, I, I do want to talk about who was in it. Okay. Um, so, um, so Die Hard was uh, directed by uh, John McTiernan. Um, McTiernan. Uh, Written by a, a lot of people. Um, this is actually a sequel. This is a sequel? I'm so sorry, what? Die Hard is a sequel. Huh. Do we find out what happened to the relationship? Uh, well, there's the other Die Hard or movies. Or do there's we follow the robbers? There's, Who are we following? There's, no, wait. This this is a sequel to another movie. Yeah, this is a sequel. Technically a sequel to another movie. Uh-uh. Yes. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. I didn't even know that. Yeah, so uh, I, we will get to that in trivia. But just so you know that this is a sequel. A lot of people don't know that. Stars Bruce Willis as John Who McClane. Who has hair. Who has I know. So weird to see him with hair. Uh, so young. So um, there's a lot of people in line to be John McClane. And they banked on Bruce Willis, who had not had a film career as much. He was on a TV show called Moonlighting. Which Hidden. was excellent. And this sort of launched, you know, which sort of launched him to be into great stardom. Uh, Bonnie Bedelia plays his wife, Holly Gennaro McClane. She was not attractive. It's the hair. It's okay. It I, was. She's pretty. I don't think the issue. Well, it's, it's not her. Have you ever noticed that the leading ladies in the eighties are not all that pretty? But they, no, because they had to be more masculine and they, they were masculine. uninteresting. They seemed yeah. a little bit more real to me, like other women in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. They are like my mom. It's great. Uh, then, then we have uh, uh, Reginald Vell Johnson as Sergeant Al Powell. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is from um, Family Matters. Yep, I remember him. He, he went on to play a cop in Family Matters with Urkel. Um, let's see. There's Paul Gleason, who plays the uh, police de- uh, chief guy, Dwayne Robinson. Yeah. Um, William uh, William a- Atherton. Uh, Atherton. There you go. Uh, he plays Thornburg, who's the re- reporter. Um, they were the worst. Uh, Alan Rickman. As Hans Gruber. Alan Rickman. Yeah. Alan Rickman. We are going to take over. No, my favorite line is, uh, I give you the FBI. <laughs> I love it every time. Like, I need that as my ringtone. <laughs> Seriously, like, he talks just like he did in Harry Potter 2. It was great. Like, I his know. His first thing was like, we will start here. Turn to page 394. I know, right? It sounds like that. Yep. 
And there's a lot of other people. If you want to check this out, check out IMDb. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> um, we got yeah, to the played ones. Carl. What else is he was in a lot of stuff? Is that, that the druggie? No, Carl was the um, blonde-haired German guy. The main oh, blonde-haired, blonde-haired okay. German guy. Yeah, one of the bad guys. Yeah. Oh, he died very young. Who Carl? Did? Yeah, Alexander um, Gud- Gudunov. Yeah. Not sad. Um, died in 1995 uh, at the age of 45. Was yeah. something happened or just... Uh, we're going to click that button. We're going to find out today. You may have to Wikipedia that to get the cause of death. On uh, quote unquote natural uh, natural causes, uh, drug overdose, probably. Probably. Mm. He's in the he's in witness too, isn't he? He's yeah, in a lot he of was stuff. in witness. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, so you can f- check out the f- further careers of, of folks in um, IMDb. Normally, we would do a sermon here, but no, let's just talk about this movie because I really want. So here's the thing. Yes. Um, locally, our uh, just like for Home Alone, uh, uh, our children's museum, the Explorium. Um, had an adult night, and they showed this movie. And I would like to uh, address the fact real quick that we did not base our movies off of their schedule. I think they based it off ours. <laughs> uh, we prob- probably because yeah. we're very famous. We are. So I'm pretty sure it was, I'm an admiral. It at was this point. lovely. We had a good time. They had good snacks. Like they had. Um, oh, so like good. fancy food, and they let us go upstairs and play in their Christmas exhibit. And we could play with the light bright and the ball poppers. We made it look like a Christmas tree, Scotty. Uh, yeah, but there's pictures. I saw them. Yeah. Yes. Sadly, um, uh, I have a real job. And, uh, whoa, and whoa, whoa. No, no. I'm going to put it this way. Um, and sometimes my real job sends me on um, to crazy adventures. It does. On, that was sad. On random times. So I could not uh, enjoy. However. Uh, last minute, too. Yeah, super last minute. And But uh, I'm glad. I can't wait to hear about your escapades. Oh, they were a blasty blast. <laughs> um, we, we got to take some wine, Scotty. It was B-Y-O-W. It was. Mm-hmm. I brought two unopened bottles, which I opened there and consumed both of. <laughs> it, it was shared within people. Well, I mean, I shared. with. Yeah, yeah. She was a you're sharer. a good person. She is. Yeah, I'm a sharer. Um, sharing is caring. Sharing it, is it caring. It was a good time. We got snacks, and then we got in there so early that um, we watched the movie without snacks. Because we had eaten them already. <laughs> yeah. So we ate our yeah. snacks pre movie, okay. but it was okay. But we went upstairs and played in their Christmas exhibit. Um, we did. We made an igloo. They ma- well, first of all, mm-hmm. there's a penguin room. There is. And um, Thomas, who was our guest, and Justina. Uh, fan of the podcast. Right. Um, Giver of our internet. They sat on sure. these polar bear pillows. They were polar bears on pillows. And mm-hmm. and sat with the polar bears on the polar bear pillows, and and wouldn't get up. I named mine Piper. Piper polar bear. Pipe, Piper the polar bear. Yes, I don't know what Thomas named his. He probably did name it. To be honest, he probably was just like, "What's up, dude? I gotta go," and he so. dipped. And so then we went to another room where they had giant blue foam blocks. Where they encourage you to try to build an igloo, which we thought we could do this, and we were wrong. We are so bad at igloo building. <laughs> the, the blocks were weird shapes, Scotty. Well, that's because y'all white people. Y'all need a good native up there to find out how figure it out. And then we made fire. It would have been great. Okay. First of all, <laughs> I am one-eighth a native. Then you should, Did you get one-eighth of a foot together? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Actually, yeah, we actually. Did. Then my, you've done your job. My, I don't, High five. What is it when you're... Um, so... My great-grandmother was full-blooded. So what does that make me? How do you break that shit down? Your like great-grandmother was full-blooded and 
was there ever reproducing with yeah so my so my grandfather no because my grandfather was half and so your parents would have been a quarter. So you my dad would, be would be an eighth. I'm also an eighth. We're both an eighth. Oh, oh my god. That's gosh. why we both got a wall. We we both put we a wall up. one arc. And one arc. Oh my gosh. We would have partially survived. You yeah. would have partially survived. Well, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm proud of you. There were snack blocks, yeah. to be clear. Because there was rooms for snacks. There was like a tunnel way that you could roll snacks to people. There was snack blocks. They didn't make any sense structurally. Well, what it was is we figured out mm-hmm. how to build the framework. That's what happened. We couldn't it. figure out how to put a roof on it. We did put one arch. But that's as far as we got with that. For sure. Nice. We are not engineers. I gotcha. Um, we were very proud of that. We high five, took a picture, and dipped. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> Much like Thomas did to that polar bear that he didn't name. <laughs> so uh, I want to dive into this film. Okay, let's okay, do it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we did do that too, <laughs> which was kind of funny. All right, so you I know have seen it. I've seen it so many times. Me too. I've seen it a lot. I mean, like I see it every year. It's great. It's it's yeah, it's kind of a this tradition. Is, yeah, now. this is one of my Christmas movies. And I do want to talk about it, 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 the big controversy: is it or is not a Christmas movie? Yeah, um, I'm very curious about uh, opinions. But we'll start with you. Okay, uh, cool. You've, you've not seen it. I have. Did you see it before? I have, but it has been. A very long time. Like it's I had Christmas seen miracle. it, we all seen it. <laughs> but I, d- I didn't know anything that happened. Like I, I knew that he cut his feet and that he wasn't wearing shoes. I didn't know why. Um, I didn't know that he was there because him and his wife were estranged and lived in separate places. I, I just knew that he was at this party, and he was there. I actually didn't even beforehand know that his wife was there. I just knew he was at this party, and then, like went after bad guys and he was a cop. That was pretty much the gist of my knowledge. So how um, was your, your 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 viewing? Um it I enjoyed it a lot. It was a lot of fun to watch. It was a lot of fun to watch at the IMAX as well. It was neat to see it. Like to see like something see older like in a mm-hmm. in a theater is fun and because it's, it's a whole different the IMAX is really nice too. Mm-hmm. And I, what I loved is Justina's when you know everybody knows that when Justina watches a movie for the show, she's also doing five thousand other things. Yeah, she can't focus. So when you're you're in the theater, she was still she relaxed she relaxed. Believe it or not. Okay. <laughs> so there was wine involved. Too. There was wine involved. So and there's watched, there's more to the that movie. too. Um, so I took Derby Wife went with me and. Um, Derby wife works at five in the morning. So we get up at four in the morning. So Derby wife slept through most of that movie. She so, looked a little sleepy. But, but Derby wife had seen it. But this is the Justina had relaxed was Justina was propped over and Derby wife was asleep on Justina's head. And I like my neck hurt. I didn't realize she was asleep. So I went to move and then her head went like this. And I was like, oh my God, she's sleeping. And so I like <laughs> sat her up and she was good. And then she kept doing like that thing where she was like. Uh, and so I just like. Went back and took her head and just like laid oh. it on top of my head. I was like, shh, there, there. And so I sat like that the whole movie <laughs> so that she could sleep. And every now and again, I moved because I would start to hear her snore. And I went, shh. <laughs> put her back. <laughs> and then I put her back. I didn't notice it. The whole time, the whole time, yeah. Thomas and I are whispering about how cute they are canoodling. Because yeah. th- we thought they were canoodling. <laughs> yeah. the whole I was time. canoodling. No, but I, we thought you guys were both canoodling. <laughs> That's no, funny. I felt so bad because I, I was like, oh, cranking my neck. Like This is like at the beginning, too. I was like, oh, cranking my neck. It's fine. And then she's, I was like, oh. Thomas 
was cre- uh, he was and so that annoyed with me <laughs> throughout the movie. Anytime any of uh, German was spoken, I would translate for Thomas, who also speaks German, and he's like, "I know, I know, I know, I know, I know." <laughs> Meanwhile, Canoodler got no translation, so I have no idea what happened in this film. <laughs> well, it could have been a whole different movie. A lot Scotty. of it is just nonsense. <laughs> Actually, a lot of the German was was German. So. So yeah, I, I did sit still and watch the whole. It was fascinating though. It, it was very interesting. Oh, I, I I like like when they get the rocket launchers to, to shoot the uh, um um police A V C and the guys basically just yelling Schnell a lot. Just yeah, Schnell, like, like like Schnell. he just discovered that word. I know <laughs> Schnell, Schnell. Well, don't you know that's the that's the Hollywood German word of the year? Yeah, I mean, like, Schnell and nine is pretty yeah. much you know Schnell, can be in any. But there German were actually movie. some German German. There were like directions, and I would understand all the directions and that's all cool. that. So it was it was a lot of fun. <laughs> I, but I poor Thomas, because I was like, he said that because I'm used to Jamie, who knows doesn't understand any German. So I'm used mm-hmm. to translating for Jamie. Tom's like, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably like in the back of his brain, like, I wish they weren't canoodling so you could tell her the German. <laughs> I know, she right? probably doesn't know. <laughs> so at the start of this movie, you know, John McClane's on a plane and he's flying in from New York to California, mm-hmm. and he's talking to a guy who's like, "Dude, to, to relax, just take off your shoes and do toe knuckles." Yeah. And I'd never thought. Have you, did has anyone tried that yet? I haven't. I just now thought about how I still need to try that. Yeah. So try the. Have toe you tried knuckle. it? Don't, have you tried it? I I mean I'm barefoot all the time anyway, so I. But have you like 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 squeeze the toes in the carpet? I have if it's especially <laughs> not to relax. Now there have been like super plush carpets or rugs that I've been on that I've done that to because it's kind of like Derby Wife's new pillow, and you just want to just careful. Your f- She's gonna try to make foot biscuits on your pillow. I washed my feet today. It's fine. Um, <laughs> And then he gets, yeah, you know, the plane lands and John McClane gets up and you see his gun. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is pre 9 11. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Oh, right after that, he's waiting for his bag, takes out a cigarette, right. lights it. I know. I'm like, this is a different time. <laughs> it's a, it's a different world. <laughs> Plus, all the people in the airport that, uh, you know, you right. can't allow people yeah. in the terminals yeah. it's anymore. It's really interesting to see pre 9 11 stuff. It's almost like now, like with, with, with COVID going on, everybody's wearing masks and stuff. And so watching them. A movie or something without social distancing or masks. Yes, it's just kind of weird. You uncomfortable. Like, right, it makes you uncomfortable. The social norm out. has made you just feel uncomfortable. I'll be honest. I kind of, you know, because I I traveled a lot before nine eleven. I mean, I traveled to Europe. I've traveled to Japan. You know, so I did long international flights and stuff before those days. And I remember when you you could have friends, family members go all the way to the gate with you and watch you in and the window. watch you and and wave yeah. and all that. And I remember that when you got off the plane. To get what you're going, people would be there at the gate, you know, right there at your at your yeah, gate. That's cool. And so I missed that part. That was fun. Yeah, I only flew flown after 9/11. I never got to experience that. Same, samezies. Um, I was a child. Also, so so John's John. Speaking of children, John's carrying this giant teddy bear. Um, who's it for? That's a good question because he has two children, correct? Yeah, it's Lucy and John Jr. So why only one gift? Is it for both of them? Or is it for the wife? I'm, uh, who are we talking about? John, John McClane had two children and the wife. Oh my gosh. Did you miss that? Okay, I'm going to tell y'all what just happened for my day with my brain not working. Okay. <laughs> so he said John, but the way that his head moved was like, John, like I know he was thinking now, 
but we have a John that hall. works in this office right uh, here. And you're like, well, he John, has two kids, and he's what is he making that teddy bear for? Well, he's got Lucy and little John. And I was like, John Boy and Lily. <laughs> like, they're, they're close enough that I was like, you John know Boy it's Lily, Scotty. Why did you call her Lucy? John Boy and Lily. And, and, I'm not that tired. And then it was like, well, which one's he making it for? And I was like, what, what happened to the show? Like, what are we talking I bet it was for the wife. Because he took it inside, didn't he? He did. Yeah, but I bet it was for he her. also had to take all of it. Well, no, because he could have left it in the car. No, no with he the rest of it. He did leave it in the car. It, it's in the limo. Oh, it is in the limo. Limo driver it, hung it, out with it, him. Yeah, they had a good time. Yeah, uh, I don't our, know. Our, our guy, the the uh, limo driver, the first time he ever drove a limo, which I thought was fun. I feel like somebody in the prop department said, "Hey, you should probably carry this." teddy bear around and make it look more authentic like you give a shit <laughs> but hmm, I mean, he only gives a, a shit question. about one of them yeah <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about it? or he's so cheap it's, he's like, it's so cheap it's like you two sharing this teddy bear that's it and this is a you know, teddy bear for all of you uh, I, don't, I didn't even mm. think about that that's interesting you, you also got last episode uh tommy who was our guest saying um christmas time in house um with uh run dnc they actually played it this episode. yeah that was great so uh, what's funny is it played and uh, what did I say? Because she told me, they told me who it was. And you said, it's tricky. It's tricky. Uh, yeah. And I was like, oh, it's tricky. <laughs> and I started singing it in the IMAX. Right. I remembered that. And they're yeah. like, wrong so song. So I actually heard, I actually heard the song yeah. this time. Uh, it's on our show notes from last week's episode. I will put it also in the show notes of this week's episode because it's a good song. Because he's not going to make you do work. <laughs> and that just shows how much he cares. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Cadets. Um. So uh, he gets to, to Nakatomi, and it's run by Skynet. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, Skynet runs it, and uh, it's funny because you know he when he shows up to go ask where you know where Holly is, the guy's like, "Well, just look at the computer." Instead of saying probably on the thirtieth floor because there's no one else in the building. Right, there's a party on the thirtieth floor. And, and those are the only people in the whole building. Right. And it's like, well, why didn't you tell me that in the first place, you jerk? <laughs> well, you had to establish that her name was her main name. Although that could have easily been done if he walked up to and, the office door and saw it. Yeah. But. Right. Maybe they just want to establish that the building was computerized, which was pretty high tech high for tech, that time. Yeah. I, I thought that when he pulled it up. I was like, oh, look at that virtual directory. Yeah. Because you would think it would be like a flip. Yeah. <laughs> Roller that's called a Rolodex. Yeah, <laughs> that's Rolodex. Rolodex is um, Gets to the party. He uh, runs into Ellis, who is um, uh, having a merry Christmas. <laughs> yes, lots of cocaine. That's the druggie. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the yes. guy on cocaine. Like Mrs. Spot. Uh, Ellis is um, uh, enjoying some Christmas snow <laughs> in her office, mind I, you. I do like I do like when uh, Mr. Takagomi says, um, uh, "This is uh, Holly's husband." Has Cop husband. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. His cop husband. He doesn't, he doesn't have jurisdiction in LA. He can't arrest him. So Maybe he was just tired of Ellis's shenanigans and wanted to scare him a little bit. Ellis must make a lot of money for a, 80s cocaine and B, not to be fired. <laughs> That's true. 80s cocaine was probably expensive. Yeah, 80s cocaine was expensive. Do we know this from our experience? I was no, a child no. in the 80s. So. I was six months old. At the end of the 80s. Yeah, you were not born during this movie. So, um, what year is I'm this again? I'm unfamiliar with the cost of oh. cocaine. I was in high school, but so still you not may be familiar. <laughs> no, I was familiar with Bacardi 101. <laughs> My I, high school thing was, was Mike's Heart Lemonade. <laughs> I was in the sixth grade and I was familiar with Nintendo. And there you go. Super Mario Brothers and Legend of Zelda. That was my, my, mm. my jams. 
Those are good ones. It's my jams. Yeah, Still good go. today. Um, he uh, he and Holly reconnect. They're estranged because she had to take a job, um, and he's a cop, and he wants to bust out every criminal, which is weird. He's a cop, not a superhero. I can't figure why he can't just transfer to I, LA. I think, no, I think what it is is he's a New York cop. He, he New York cops have a thing. They have some New York cop pride going on. Mm-hmm. Well, he talked about with the limo driver, because the limo driver was going to open his biznatch, and he was like... <laughs> We have a backlog. I can't just leave that. It's like he's very committed, the and it's is, like he has a backlog. There's other cops that could take over. There are. I mean, he could, if, what it boils down to is he likes his job and his lifestyle in New York, and he didn't want to move to L.A. Probably, because that came up, too, where it was like a, you didn't think it would take off like it did, and yeah, he's like, yep, and she's, you read well. She probably makes four or five times what he makes anyway. Probably. <laughs> For truth. Um, They have a little spat, and... He, Spittle spattle. He immediately f- regrets it, rightfully so, because he started it. Mm-hmm. And then um, she has to go off and um, talk to the the troops about you know Mary giving a Christmas message. While this all goes on, um, the terrorists show up in different vehicles. Yes, they do. <laughs> and break in and uh, they come to uh, disrupt the party while uh, John McClane is doing a toe knuckle. So his shoes and socks are off, and that's important. That's it right. It's called it, a plant. There's a payoff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the film school stuff's paying off for you. Yeah, well, that. I knew that from before. But right. yes, I'm on day eight, so I'm like over halfway. That's <laughs> what I'm saying right now. If y'all need a filmmaker. I got you. I feel you. You're going to film school right now? You're going to have to reach out to Drew. <laughs> <laughs> um, for the, the craft show. Oh, just training. I'm doing the 14-day yeah. filmmaker for certain things he wants me to oh, that's like kind of cool. fresh up on. So I keep joking that I'm almost to day 14. Y'all better watch out. Mm-hmm. That's it. I expect all of it to just be there like they say. Yeah. Uh, luckily, John is still armed. Remember, we, he has a gun. Um, there's He hears gunfire, and then he goes off looking about uh, what he can do. And uh, he ends up on the higher floors where the Nakatomi building has not been completed. And he's trying to signal for help, and no one's coming. Like the fire department shows up for a minute. And then the terrorists have already worked that out. And yeah. Tell them it's nothing. And they went looking for the guy, you know, looking for John. And John shoots a bunch of them, and a cop shows up. And then the cop leaves because everything looks fine. And then? And then? And then He's like, a body Take falls this. on his car. <laughs> the, Is this real enough for you? And they shoot up the car, and the body drops. And then, then that's when the police get involved. Yeah. So I guess my question is... You you find out that the intention of having the FBI eventually, but people show F-B-I. up. FBI. I love the way he says it. FBI. It's planned. Like he needs them to show up so he can get into the safe. Right. So like it's a whole mastermind. So yeah. yeah. So we find out that these guys are not terrorists; they're thieves, and um, they're they're trying to rob uh, all these stocks and bonds and uh, which is stupid. Um, and the it's, lock, it's well put together though their thoughts the the, the the lock is a seven lock system the first lock is a password that they hack after killing uh, Mr. Uh, Takayomi or whatever and then there's uh, five others that they can drill through but the last one's an electro lock, lock and they need there's no way to break the electro lock unless you know someone such the power which the FBI does and then they, that's how they get in yeah so I guess my question is without John's help what were they planning to do to get the FBI involved? 
Well, it becomes a terrorist situation. So yeah. I, I mean, I think they would allow they would have notified. I think John just um, escalated escalated everything. thing a little a wrench. You know, yeah, he just yeah. Upped, upped upped it a little bit because then they would have got the, somebody involved to uh, shut the power off. That's true. That's true. Do you think you know like there'd be so much collateral damage had John not gotten involved? No, I, no, I don't think so. I mean, outside of they'd have blown up the the hostages on the um, helipad and escaped. Yeah, because that was their ultimate plan is to that's to, true. to blow up everybody. That's why that's why everybody's in the all the terrorists at the beginning are up in the um, upper levels because they're laying oh yeah explosives. That's right. They were gonna kill everybody. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. And then they were gonna get out on the ambulance. Yeah, they were gonna escape the ambulance. You know, when you're not looking for, you know, if you figure all the terrorists are dead, you know, you're not, you know, they're out spending money. It's also similar to the plot of uh, Die Hard 3. There you go. (laughs) It was a good show. I love, um, I love Die Hard 3, by the way. I think it's my favorite out of all of them. I love, I love this one a lot too, but Die Hard 3 is fun. Yep. It's got Jeremy Irons and he's great. Samuel Jackson too is in it, so it's really good. So what was your favorite part? Oh, give me a moment. I really enjoyed the times where he would talk with Al. That was fun. Like when they would chit chat back and forth or when like Al would tell the guy how much of it. Okay. Side thing. The cop that showed up over Al. What was he? What was his uh, captain? Yeah. 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 Had the best one-liners. Like, it's pretty much how he spoke was in one-liners mm-hmm. that were yeah. idiotic, but one-liners. And every time Al's just, like, in the background pointing out how idiotic his one-liners are. And then they turned out to be idiotic. Um, so that was enjoyable as well. But the, um, I think probably when Hans and John get together and Hans pretends to be another person, like, at first, and then when he's, like, trying to help him, he brings back his accent and they're still talking. And I was like... Snape's back. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> yep. I, 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 one of my favorite things. Uh, there's, there's many. I love, I love, you know, I love the him sliding into the bathroom, pulling the glass out, and talking to Al about, you know, how Al shot a kid. And but I, I love when um, Hans m- meets John McClane the first time, and he's all like, he switches to the American accent. Oh, don't kill me! Don't yeah. kill me! Don't kill me! And. Uh, he smiles his goofy smile. That's not weird, right? At all. <laughs> I just shot him just because he looked weird, and uh, but uh, I, I I love that. Oh oh, and and how can you not love the escape from the roof explosion via a uh, fire hose? Oh my god, <sighs> that was terrifying. I mean, and it, and we really, and it's it's a movie that's what thirty two years old. And then of course the hose thing, just like going like this. Stop! Like it's not gonna like bounce and then just go. Yeah. Right. Bye. Bye. No. That I, happen. And I like the continuity because, like, you know, he slides against the window and there's blood on the window from his feet. Ugh. Yeah. And it's just like. It's pretty ugh. cool. I mean, it's it's, it's thoughtful. I mean, someone you know managed oh, you know, his feet are cut. We need to make it bloody. Yeah, that's true. His uh his white tank top got black. Got. Black, but not kind of black. Like completely. Like he changed like, into a black. That's what I'm saying. I really do think that um, that's the one thing that bothered me in the movie as far as costuming is 
the the tank top should not have been completely black. It should there even should if have been, he was like yeah. I can, stuff. I can see black smears and I can see blood smears and sweat stains, um, but not. There's. I mean, are you sweating black sweat? I mean, I guess that vent was a dirty the clean vent but it still wouldn't be <laughs> every would like white somewhere oh of course you would of course I mean, you would so that was weird to me a little bit yeah I did like um, <laughs> one of my favorite parts is when he kills Han's brother and puts him in the um, elevator shaft and writes on his sweatshirt I have a machine gun I have a machine gun now ho, ho, ho. Uh, I just like how, how Han's reads it I have a machine gun ho Oh, oh. <laughs> God, Alan Rickman's so good in this movie. He's just so good. And this is how everyone gets introduced to Alan Rickman. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that's a lot of fun. All of it's really, really good. Um, I also like how, like, the weirdest, the weirdest callbacks, but like, so at the beginning of the movie, they're talking about um, the, pro- the gift that they gave Holly, the Rolex. Right. And we see it at the end of the movie. That's how Hans dies via the Rolex. Right. <laughs> so. Mm-mm. Hey, it's yeah. a great gift. It's I, a gift that keeps on giving. Because I, I, I had forgotten about it. Then I see it. It's like, oh, it's the Rolex they, they talked about. They never get to show. And so, yeah. I, speaking of her, I, I really enjoyed the little snippet of her and Hans as well, mm-hmm. where she walks in and she's like calm and calculated. And it's like, who voted you in charge? Oh, you did. When you killed my boss. <laughs> I much. need these things. She's, Anything yeah, else? Yeah, I need this. She's unique for an 80s heroine. I mean, she is, I mean, she's tough. Yeah, I, I think part of that, too, is their relationship. Like, you could tell living where they did and with him being in the atmosphere that he did, it probably toughened her as well. Mm-hmm. And that helped her grow even more in the right. position that she's in. See, I, th- I think part of their, their failing marriage is the fact they're they're literally two alphas. Yeah, they are. two alphas in that house is not going to. It's not going to work. It can work. So, <laughs> do you think you and Jamie are both alphas? Oh yes. Which in which, different ways or in, in in different ways we had we there we, there is a period of of compromise that we had to learn when you know when it was my turn to give in when it's his turn to give in. That's good. Until we in, until it just became natural. So yeah. Yeah. I just don't think it works in this other relationship. No, no. You have to actually work on it, not live separate lives. <laughs> right, right. I don't think you're working on it. Because that never works. But yes, we we are definitely both alphas. Uh, so as a spoiler, do they stay together? Um, No. No. Man. She's in the next one. She's in um, two. Two have it. And we'll do two next year because it's also a Christmas movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we'll do my plan. For spoiler alert for 2021. We'll do Home Alone 2. And, and Die Hard uh, 2. Die Hard 2, and then that will finish. But Home maybe Alone 2 is great. in a different order. Yeah, maybe in a different order. It's uh, a different year. Well, well, maybe we should contact the Explorium now and have them put it on their calendar. <laughs> should do that. Um, but uh, sh- you find out their marriage falls apart in three. And then uh, four... Actually, Lucy, Lu- Lucy doesn't show up till five, so Lucy shows up in five. Right. Is that the one with, is it Justin Long? Justin Long's in four. Four, okay. That's the one with Kevin Smith. That's right. As the, the, that's warlock. the warlock. I love Kevin Smith. Oh my gosh. I know those people. Mm-hmm. See? In a Die Hard movie. Look at that. How many times does he have to die before it's like Die Bruce soft? Willis is bald by that point. Yeah, he's... Well, 
Sounds like he went through like a divorce for three years. I'd be bald too. I'm surprised I have hair now. To be <laughs> well, honest. there's more than three years that pass in between the movies. Um, so um, I want to have this discussion now. Let's go ahead and because okay. this is the holiday season. The, there is an argument about this movie being a Christmas movie or not being a Christmas movie. I want your thoughts on that. Oh, well, okay. I, okay, you go ahead. Let's go through some Christmas necessities. Okay. Oh, All right. Do you have a list? Oh, this is. I'm, I'm just throwing it down right now. I gotcha. There's parties around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Check. Literally a party. Christmas decorations. Christmas decorations. A tree. Check, check, a tree. check. Yep. Christmas uh, music. Check. Yep. Is there a Santa Claus? No. <gasps> I don't know. No, no. We will need to, is there some sort of... There might have been a Santa decoration. Giver. Like maybe outside of Santa Claus... Yes, the, yes, the the owner of the business who got got her a Rolex. That's Ross, there's their their gift gift, and he's got a gift for whoever he's got. You know, he's got the teddy bear. There's he's gifts. got the teddy bear. There's a gift thing. There's, okay, there's gifts. Okay, there's that. Um, there's also, travel. Also, cocaine that if you asked yeah. Alice, he probably would share. Yes. So there's travel. There's, there's travel. traveling during the holiday time. Um, well, let's see here. Some some sort of festive drink. Wait, beverage. We can go back to Ellis. That's your Christmas snow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is snowing. <laughs> I don't know, guys. There's hostility. There's always hostility on Christmas. Yeah. Family Especially fighting. when you get close to parties. There's always... Yeah. Family fighting. Family fighting, yep. Um, the kids get out of bed in the middle of the night. That's true. They did. Kids do that when they're waiting for Santa usually. But mm. Mm. So what are some things that it didn't do? Because I feel like right now we're doing a lot of things for it. I don't know. It did have a happy ending, it too. It didn't focus on Christmas, but it did continually address it. Right. right. It, it's a, yeah. It's a uh, and it, like continually and it had a happy ending. It did have a happy end. Had a German, you know, Germans created what we celebrate as Christmas. Right. Interesting. I. Uh, okay, your your thoughts on on how it's a Christmas movie? I've always been on the side of yes, it's definitely a Christmas movie. Um, there's a lot of movies that I think should fall in that. You know, there's a lot of movies that are uh, have Christmas elements and they're not about Santa Claus and elves that. You know, a lot of people don't think about, but I definitely think it's a Christmas movie and it's a fun Christmas movie. It's not the same old crap that you, no offense to anybody who likes their traditional Christmas movies, but a lot of them are the same. It's it's, the same thing with different people. This is definitely not, it's a wonderful life. No, exactly. Exactly. But it's, um, which is a depressing ass movie. (laughs) It is a depressing, it's a, it's a bummer. It it ends happy, but it's, but it's, it's a depressing movie, but it is a bummer. But it's a, yeah, it's a Christmas movie. Absolutely and the, and it is. daughter in that is named weird. Now I'm trying to think of what she's called. It starts with a Z. I don't know. Not Zelda or something? No, no. It's because she's named Zion. after a, she's named after a cookie. Zenith. She's named after a cookie. Zigloo. I, I don't know any. Zinc. This is like a cookie from the 30s. Zing Zang. Zing Zang. I'm naming my kid Zing Zang. <laughs> Wait, Rumptious. were those papers? Zigzag papers. Zigzags. Are. Zigzags. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, zigzags are papers. Oh my. Give me, give me. Xylophone. That's an X. I take that back. As soon as I, as soon as I said it, I knew that wasn't um, right. Don't listen. Zebra striped Debbie cakes. <gasps> oh, there you go. <laughs> Twinkies will outlast us all. They will apparently. And cockroaches. Twinkies and cockroaches. Well, they're gonna live on the Twinkies. I'll just keep playing with my tassels. I know. It's so much fun. They're so fun. I'm waiting for you to find it. I am too. It's driving me nuts. It's, it's a wonderful life. You figure the, it would, Just go look up the cast list of It's a Wonderful Life. 
I should, yeah, I should have been smart. But I figured I could just, like, pull it up. It's uh, a wonder of life. <laughs> This is the kind of um, um, stuff that gets edited out. No, this is kind of stuff <laughs> that our audience just finds riveting. I know, right? I know y'all are so excited. I'm looking. There's a violet cookie. I don't see a Z. Cousin Tilly, Ruth. Let's see. Hold Half on. of them are probably like Mrs. screaming at it there. Mr. Martini. Devices. Annie, Mrs. Martini. Little Sam. Little Mary. Little Violet. Little Debbie. <laughs> little. De I don't see anything with the Z, sir. Oh. There's a violet. I'll find it. No, it's a Z. It's a weird name. Got George Bailey, Mary Hatch, <laughs> Mr. Potter, Uncle Billy, Clarence. Hold on. Now I got to find it. I don't remember. Is he Our on? audience members. Are the, you know, it's I somebody, know. Somebody's screaming. It's screaming. It's, oh, my God. Don't you know? It's blah, blah, blah. Oh, I don't see it. Young girl uncredited was that her maybe? No, she they have, she has a name in it. I know it. I know it's because I was like that's a dumb name, and they were like, oh, it's a cookie. This yeah. is Davis. I don't see it I at all. I swear it's it's a wonderful life. I really I don't. I don't. I, I, yeah, I'm not. Well, give me. Are you sure it was not Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street? No, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's wonderful life. Continue talking. I'll okay. Look. Anyway, so. Um. I can't now. I, I know now. We're, oh, now like, we're all we're looking all for looking. it. It's crazy. We'll just cut this out. It's fine. It'll be fine. This is what editing is for. I keep poor man's cookies. Zuzu. Zuzu. How fun is that? Zuzu. I That's wonder if Zuzu wore a zoot suit. Do you know what that sounds like? Somebody's pet pig. No, it sounds like Pazuzu from The Exorcist. Oh God. Pazuzu. Zuzu. Uh, Zuzu, or, Zuzu or Our next cat is called Zuzu. Zuzu. Cool. I mean, like she's named after a cookie. You're named after a cookie. She's our little cookie. What does a Zuzu cookie taste I'm looking, like, though? Uh, I'm looking. Well, what if it's nasty? Ooh. You don't know. It has bad behavior. That's why we named it that way. <laughs> bad behaving cat. Zuzu cookies. They're ginger snaps. Oh, I like ginger snaps. Uh, so it's got to be a ginger cat. So why don't they just call them ginger snaps? It's a brand, probably. Uh, so uh, from Google, Zuzu ginger snaps were uh, round drop cookies produced beginning in 1901 uh, by the National Biscuit Company, NBC, later changed to Nabisco until the 1980s. The snaps were a spicy combination of ginger and sugar cane molasses uh, and came in a distinct yellow box and with reddish type. The mascot was the Zuzu clown. Oh, Lord. A little clown. So you guys have to get a ginger kitty and name it name it Zuzu. We already have a ginger kitty. Well, and I have a picture of the. Oh, let me see. That's kind of horrifying. It is kind of. It looks like something you'd find in New Orleans. <laughs> I have something for this. <laughs> something that it's going to be named that that cannot be discussed. Okay. At this time. <laughs> All right. Then. I, thank you. I now have a visual. <laughs> so on I'll that keep tangent, you updated. So, yeah, Zuzu. so yeah, that, that was a tangent. <laughs> That's crazy. And it's now we are all a little bit smarter about cookies and NBC <laughs> being a cookie brand that became Nabisco and so, then it became the National Broadcasting. So, so I find it funny that people say this is not a Christmas movie. Why? I mean, why? Not a what I mean is Christmas why movie. do people argue that it's not because well, it has all the elements because it really first Checklist. of all first of all it was released in um, the summer 
Oh, well, that's not right. <laughs> I really feel like they missed their shot on that. And so I, th I did some research because I was thinking, okay, so they released it in the summer. Maybe the VHS release was in the next, the following Christmas. Right. Nope, it was in January. Huh. So I, so it's I did just some research. <laughs> so it's just morphed itself. Right. Into it's just kind of morphed movie. into. So here's the, here's the thing that I've recently, uh, this is actually my platform, so I'm going to need a moment, guys. My animal hat on straight. Um, Turvy wife and I were just having a conversation the other day. Today it might have been. I don't remember. But it's been recent. About how <laughs> people go to see Santa Claus. It was today. It was literally today on the way here. This is my life. Right. Um, we were talking about people going to see Santa Claus. Because she said she saw Santa Claus. And I was like, oh, where? And she's like, oh, over there. And I was like, oh, wow. And I don't understand why the tradition is to go visit Santa Claus the month of Christmas to tell him what you want. He needs all year to do that. It feels like he would be too busy to sit down and talk to you. It would be more realistic and logical if you met with him in July. And then she was like, what about Christmas in July? I was like, that should be a thing where you see Santa in July to tell him what you want so that all year long you can have that threat of not getting your goodies. If but what good. if some awesome good toys come out in the fall? That's when you write him a letter. Oh, okay. See, uh, if, if if that happened, I think marketing would change to 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 the cool stuff to release would, it. To release, so you know about it's coming out in the summer, and then it's coming out in uh, right in time for Christmas. So I feel like that's something that should happen. And then there's not the rush to get kids to see Santa or explain the fact that Santa's sitting there to see them when he should be working. Well, see, I was always told that that is not Santa, and that is Santa's a Santa helper. That we we tell them that as well. So you know, I never, I as a kid, never thought I was going to go see Santa, but he was a messenger to Santa. We have the elves the, for that now because Santa was indeed too busy. Hey, you're one of those elves. I am. Yes, I, I don't. We, oh, the elves didn't come about until my kids were grown. So there were no elves in my house. At it's any it's time. a it's a love hate. For sure, <laughs> I'm so happy. No, I, 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 like I, I guess I, I would the, not like it. The hate to remember to rem to move it. I, I think it's more. This year has probably been the most stressful with the elf for us because. Okay, here's the thing. Um, like my living situation is not super great for me, right? But I told Josh, which is the kid's father, I said, if Hart comes, which is the elf. And she has to because the kids were like, it's almost December. They don't know time. They can't tell you what day of the week it is. <laughs> but they know <laughs> when like, it's almost December. It's November 30th. So <laughs> December 1st is tomorrow. Oh, my God. How did you know that? So like the elf will be here because the elf shows up the very first day of or December. December and they. <laughs> she, damn kids are stupid. <laughs> she leaves <laughs> Christmas Day. Right. When Santa comes, she's gone. Uh, poof. Magic. Um, so they're like, the elf is coming. So I told him, I was like, you have to be on top of that because... Half the time, I'm not there. Right. So you have to be on top of that. And for two days, the elf didn't move. Oh, no. Because, and normally, I get there really early in the morning because she has to be at, Derby Wife has right. to be at work at five. So I go home first thing in the morning, too. And so there's been a lot of times where the elf has had to move right. first thing in the morning. But that's fine because that's a magical time as well. <laughs> Trying really hard to say this very, very rated for, yeah. Yes. In other um, words, you're trying to be so nice. I'm trying. Well, in case any of my children, hey, decide Josh, to move listen. the fucking elf, man. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, but I mean, I, trust for me, two I, days, I've loved Josh for thirty years, dude. Just move the fucking elf. Yeah. Yeah. Here's yeah. the Help thing. Help your kids out there. <laughs> Here's the thing. If she doesn't move, it's because someone touched her and she lost her magic. So she did not move oh, for two us. days. What? Yes. That's the what? the way to get them not to play with her. Is if you touch them, they lose their magic. 
And if they lose their magic, they can't move. They can't go back to Santa Claus and tell him oh, right, how good you are. That's so horrifying. She for didn't a child. move, and they came out the second day, and they were like, "What happened? Who touched it?" Right? Because the first day I was like, and, and she really each- liked that say, spot. Now they're probably fighting amongst themselves mm-hmm. now, trying to figure out who touched them. This was a couple Callie's, weeks ago, mind you. Callie's walking up. You bitch! You fucking touched it. Because I know Penny's <laughs> not going to do. I know yes. Penny's not going to do it. That's definitely Penny's, Callie. Penny's probably like, I, "Did I touch it? I, I probably. Touched, oh my god, I touched it." <laughs> But Callie, so Callie's like freaked out enough already. So I decided, you know what? Every time all of us are not in the house, she's going to move from now on. Because that day happened to be a Sunday. Right. And I come do the podcast and Josh goes to his parents every Sunday. So him and the kids went to his parents. And by the time they get home, I'm already at the podcast. And the elf moved while they were gone. So every time everybody's out of the house. Is when you move it. Somebody moves it. Usually me, always me. But like, even if we're just leaving, like I'll go take him to the car and then I'll quickly move her. So now she moves all the time when no one's there to make it more fun. Right. So I've tried to make it more enjoyable. So how, how how much longer do you think you have this elf in your life? No, no, no. I feel like if we both don't have one in our separate households, it's going to be a problem. <laughs> like I, I don't know for sure. I, I think we'll have to have two because they'll be very concerned. They, that's how concerned they are this year. I know people that are dumb enough to have one for each child in no, their house. It's deciding where the elf goes is stressful too because they they stress this much about it that they're like if it's anywhere close. I'm learning so much about the elf on the shelf. This yeah. is fucking crazy. No. If it's anywhere close to you, they're like, don't touch it. Don't touch, mommy. If you have to go in, if you have to get a cup, she's on the tree right by the cupboard today. Don't touch it. I legit have friends who That's have multiple elves that so, have to do multiple things. So, no. so, so wait a minute, wait a minute. It's it's if anybody touches it. So the way that teachers started having them in their classrooms a few years back, which has been the greatest. So how they got a- around it was I'd if they like, were special kid. white I don't have to gloves, worry about it. then the adults can touch her. Oh, good God. I know. I know. Like if, if something happens, like if she were to fall... Like, that's how it was like, If how are we going to pick her up? So it's like, adults can if they're wearing, like, that's what the teachers were doing, at least in the classroom. I don't know why they did that. So, so they should have left it at home. So, so um, I would say that since you don't have gloves and you're not going to put... Okay, look, first of all, I do. Of course you Because I got some for the thing where I was an elf on the shelf. I have so, gloves, Scotty. Yeah, they're I, coin I, gloves, too. I got you. Stephanie, but, so, if you need me. Yeah, yeah. I have the hands for it now. That's but, nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm more like... Um, okay, kids. Um, it it um, uh, uh, heart f- fell, and someone has to help heart out, right? Well, luckily, grownups have got the magic word that I whisper in the the at heart's ear, and I can move her. Oh, that's good, right? That so that's a good one. So no gloves, you know. So you just pick it up and be like, whisper, whisper, whisper. Okay, and then, okay, yeah. And then you move it. I and will then, say, I've never there, had to do it. And there's some magic in there, so. So the big thing is just keeping the magic alive. I'm, so she moves. It's. Have you seen the elves on the shelves doing like adult things? Have you seen those pictures? Yes. It's a good thing that I did those not have. That's what, that would have been I'm me. And Anna with the kids. My kids were already warped, so it would have been all right. But the thing that stresses me out God about God help like, me if you get grandkids. I know it's going to be great. It's going to be the best. But like when they have it doing like snow angels and flower, right? Like you're not supposed to touch it. It can't be touched all day. So I'm like, you just don't use that chunk of your counter for the full freaking day. Like that would stress me out. Like I need that. We don't have a lot of counter space. Where is the elf at? Like all those things are stressful to me. So she hides in new places. 
She doesn't make a mess. She doesn't do anything crazy. She just is like, peek-a-boo, you found me. Mine would have been chugging a bottle of wine one day and then bent over a toilet the next day. Yes, it would have been great. I'm telling you right now. Nobody use the bathroom. I don't care. Go outside. (laughs) (laughs) The elf is sick. You are animals now. (laughs) (laughs) I would would have gently melted, melted like Tootsie Rolls and rolled it in the cat litter and had the elf... Like hovered over the every time the cat went up to the litter box, (laughs) walk away, go outside. (laughs) Is elves litter box? I guess elves have to go. (laughs) But my kids would be the ones who are like, "Oh my god, it's on the ground. What are we gonna do? What if lollipop steps on her (laughs) all day?" Yeah. Anyway, that would. (laughs) It's good. I never had an elf. So it's is it one of those things that when you bought it, you're like, this is a great idea. Okay. Now you're like, maybe not. I would like to back that statement up, Scotty. <laughs> um, was it one of those things that when my ex-husband's family brought it over and they were like, look what we got the girls. <laughs> Without discussing this with y'all. They just brought it. Oh, man. Okay, Come first on. of all, look what we got the girl. Look. I've been doing this so long that I had one child when it started and she named her Heart. That's how young she was. <laughs> my wow. 13-year-old named this thing Heart. And wow. that's what we said. I was like, Barracuda. Jingle, Bell, Heart. Okay. Okay. Is your elf Elves have to have heart. They do, yes. So her name is Heart. She's been around that long we've been playing this game that she's made it through two new children. I would have had a boy one and named him Django. <laughs> <laughs> Next Christmas, I'm getting you an elf just so you can play with it. <laughs> it would have been bad. No that would be so cool, though. <laughs> oh, it would be fun because I would. There would be some pictures every day uh, of the elf doing. Do her whole Look at my elf. That elf can have so many things to tell Santa. <laughs> <laughs> I see you're pulling out libations. I am. One of them's wrapped. No, that's Thomas's gift. Oh, I was like, did we wrap the liquor? We get to guess what no. it is and then open no. it. <laughs> so, first of all. I was looking, you know, I always like to, I always look to see if there's already cocktails created for these movies. And there is a, a shit ton of cocktails created. Are for they this Christmas movie. cocktails? Merry they, Christmas. oh, they are complicated cocktails. So I'm going to, I'm going to name a few of them that I really liked. I got another present. Yeah. Technically that was a birthday present. That I got t- another birthday. Pre- look, it's me. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Prove Sorry. me wrong. Cause you said Thomas's gift. And I was like, oh yeah, I have one more for Justina. So oh, there's right there. Okay, so I miss one is called Salitum If You Got Them. <laughs> and, it, and when I started reading these, I noticed how complicated they were and how I didn't have ingredients for them. So this is why. But I had to. And I'll, I'm going to post these on the show notes because they're great. Um, <laughs> it looks like wheeled bourbon. Yeah, weeded, wheated bourbon, dark matter coffee, pipe mm. tobacco essence. And a dram of chocolate CBD. Okay, this is how you make that. Okay. Um, you take a pipe after it's been smoked and you use that to mix the beverage. That's right. how you get the essence. Um, guess who does not have a pipe? Okay. So. I was joking. <laughs> I didn't think that was real. So then we've got the Nakatomi Plaza, which is bourbon, shochu, green chartreuse. Pineapple simple syrup, lime, house cinnamon bitters. House cinnamon. Yeah. Don't you get us no manufacturing and, stuff. And Goshura bitters and fire. And fire. Fire. You just put fire in there? I can't. I guess so you light no. it. Just take a, one of those long ones and just... It's fine. Yeah. Alcohol is flammable. I mean, there's so many. Let's see. Um, That's fun. Fist with your toes. 
Singani sixty three, Campari, Razzmatazz, caramel cranberry cordial, and lemon. Argyle actually sounds pretty good. Yeah, Argyle's limo of love, <laughs> gustoso Mexican rum, Contro Brovo Amaro fourteen, Mexican chocolate, lemon marshmallow foam, and graham crackers. We should have seen the movie and then immediately gone to post and had and hey, been can like, "Can you make some of this? We please? need you to make these because they have the ingredients." Oh, here's this one was funny. The quarterback is toast, Copper Dog Scotch, uh, Aquave Grand Classico, something that looks like Coochie. <laughs> oh, Coochie Rosa, lemon, cranberry bitter, and a dram of candy strawberry CBD. I mean, they there's really all kinds of. really want to get you messed up right now. I'm just telling you, man. They've got so much, but I made up my own. <laughs> because, Sounds great. Because um, I'm like, I have so much liquor at home. I need to make up something that we have at the house. So I am making Hans Gruber goes to a Christmas party. Yay. Fun. I like the title. Well done. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. And so. We're using Evan Williams eggnog. It I'm has so it has the Evan Williams bourbon already in it. Nice. Mm. I've never had eggnog. This will be my first. This time. you first have eggnog. never had eggnog. Never had eggnog. Well, it's going to taste. This is going to taste different than normal eggnog. No, I've never had any eggnog. So. so, so she's saying though, like, don't go. I don't like eggnog. I had it in that drink once because it's different than this. Yeah, I'll probably like. I realize why does this eggnog suck. So there's your Christmas. <laughs> the last one I had. <laughs> Like this is missing and like seven ingredients. And here comes the Hans Gruber. Oh, God, the Jaeger. I need y'all to. I need you to pay attention. <laughs> We're gonna put. That's an ounce and a half. I have to drive home tonight. I think she's shaking it between shaking all of our glasses. Yeah, this is for all of us. I thought we were gonna chuck that one thing. <laughs> no, no, no. It's like this one is mine. This is not per person. Okay, we're gonna sh- shake it. Get it really foamy because I like foamy eggnog. Mm, I'm excited. I'm so excited. Thomas is missing out. Missing out on this and jorts. Yeah, we didn't discuss the jorts. So I honestly don't know how it came up, but we started talking about how Thomas and I were going to do red shirts on Friday and pink shirts on Wednesday. And jorts came up. And so we were all like, we're wearing jorts tomorrow. The net mic to help our heroin addiction. I expect addiction. everybody's pinky to be out as you drink <laughs> the beverage. All right. So this is. No, I'm going to make sure if I should just drink it or shoot it. This is I would make. The way I drink eggnog is I do um, a pretty nice sized glass because <laughs> I love eggnog. So just drink it. Just so drink drink it. It. It's Sip a drink, it. but, uh, you know, I have plenty left. So if anybody wants more. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh, that's creamy. Oh, that's good with the Jaeger in it. Simply delightful. Jaeger and Evan Williams bourbon. Mm. It's warming me on my insides. Isn't that good? I'm now a warmed burrito. So anyway, help yourselves because I have... We will be getting more. Don't put that away. (laughs) I will not. There we go. Mm. (laughs) I love the sound effects. Mm. That was great. So you want some trivia? Yes, I come for the trivia. 
I should have done my whole podcast this way. <laughs> I know you should. I should. Uh, I'm always skimpy on the trivia, but I, I here's so I, I teased okay. at, I teased at the beginning of the uh, episode that this was a sequel. You did, and that has been on my mind. Mm. It's a sequel to a '70s movie. Was it that the '70s hell you show? No, the hell I say. Sequel to called The Detectives. Uno Momento is based off of a novel. Yeah. Oh my gosh, is it for real? Mm-hmm. Was The Detectives yes. also a remake? Did they also remake The Detectives? And I don't think they remake this version of The Detectives. Okay. Um, this is a sequel. Um, which, which classic crooner starred in the 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 Detectives? Oh, that has to be before looking up. Um, um, you know, Frank Sinatra. Correct. So because. Um, that Die Hard was a sequel because it used the same character that it was going to be based on. So they used the, the... It's not like a complete sequel. A lot of the elements are from the sequel book. Um, they had to reach out to um, Frank Sinatra and ask him if he wanted the part of John McClane. Oh, oh damn goodness. So okay, is it uh, by Roderick Thorpe? I believe so. Cool, I found it. Now I've got the Detectives... Um, television series from the, the 59 and 62. No, the very first thing that came up on here is starring Frank Sinatra on Amazon. Oh. It's right there. The, the, detec- the detective, right? Oh, the detective? Yeah, one, no, not S, right? Just just detective, not plural. Detective. Oh, there yes. it is. Just I found it. Detective. Oh, that's not the 70s, honey. That's 68. It's 68. Well, it's close. Well, it's I mean, it's well, yeah. much close to that. So. Joe Leland returned from World War II with a chest full of medals, but his greatest honor came after he traded his pilot. Oh, wings. I'm a pilot. For a detective's shield. I fly an airplane as an admiral. So in in the book version of which became Die Hard, it's a sequel to the novel for this. And so it's not John McClane. It's it's Joe Leland. Right. And so since Frank Sinatra... Because Frank Sinatra was well up in age by the time the 80s came around. Oh, yeah, it was. And so he was like, I'm not doing extra. And so they, I think they had to pay him a little money, which was he was happy with. And then it was free to do. And so they changed they changed it all up to make Die Hard. That's pretty cool. Very cool. Uh, like I said, this was Alan Rickman's first movie. That's how we all got to know him. Alan Rickman. And um, He did so many good ones after that. Uh, him and... Um, um, Oh, look, Bonnie nothing Bonetti. lasts forever. The book that inspired the movie Die Hard. Um, as they were playing opposites, though, but they, they became great friends and had dinner lots of times up until his death. Who? Um, uh, Bonnie Bedelia and uh, Alan Rickman. All right. Um, Did he do Prince of Thieves after this one? Like right after? I'm trying to remember what was after this for Alan Rickman. Probably. I can look him up in a second. Uh, we didn't talk about this, but the Yippie Kaye motherfucker, the great line, yeah, Yippie Kaye has been used in all five Die Hard movies. Of course. When you uh, got a saying, you got a saying, Scotty. That's true. That's true. Oh, currently unavailable. Ugh, pick a movie I can get the book for. My God, man. <laughs> uh, much of the screenplay was improvised due to constant screenplay tweaks that were made during the beginning of the filming. Um, Nakatomi Plaza exists. The building exists. Nice. Um, it's a real building, and uh, the reason why they got to work into it, why? Well, because it was still under construction, just like it is in the movie. Do you know what building it is? What? It's the headquarters for 20th Century Fox. Oh, cool. So they got to, they got to work in it. That's nice. So, 
Well, there's some other trivia. Most of the stuff is about actors. It's not you know, for for such a in-depth movie. The the most fascinating thing I found about was that if this was a sequel. That's kind of cool. And um, you know, not not a lot of people know that. I have some some facts that you may have discussed, but I have some facts. Would you like me to say them? Sure. Before Fact. Willis ultimately took the role, a number of other stars turned it down. The first to pass was Frank Sinatra, who played Joe Leland in The Detective in 1968, based on Thorpe's novel of the same name. Other stars who declined the, to play the new iconic role included Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, Burt Reynolds, Richard Gere, Harrison Ford, and Mel Gibson. None of those people I can see as... Um John McClane. I could see Mel Gibson over the rest of them, but no one I think is will be as good as Bruce Willis. See, I don't because like because oh. I think of him in Lethal Weapon, yeah, and he's kind of quirky, yeah, you know. I could see him. I think he's a little too quirky in Lethal Weapon. Well, he's, so. he plays a crazy guy, right? He's, yeah, he's crazy. Oh my gosh! So this book is like almost like exactly like the movie. Yeah, that, I mean that's pretty much what they did. They just changed the name. Well, sometimes they like go completely awol with it, but it says it so closely follows the book that it gives you a chance to get um, a deeper, more in detail story of the same thing. Cool. But it's like a Christmas party on a skyscraper and robbers and robbers. But none of them are here. Like it came back to print after twenty years because of the fan mm-hmm. base for the movie. But they're not available. Well, it's probably in some bookstores. Like I want old the whole series. Uh, we will find them. Okay. Okay, so let's uh, let's uh, let's close the tab on this one. All right. Oh man, I don't know if I can afford it, Scotty. Um, I'm a burrito after all. I will say that uh, the top five uh, movies of 1980 we have done twice. So and oh I know my you don't. I know you I won't. Hate this game. I know you won't remember. But Top Gun. No, we haven't done got, Top Gun. We haven't got there yet. Okay. But so okay so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, opening weekend was July twenty second. Now, uh, I will I will admit that this is not the. It's technically its second weekend. It had a limited release the first weekend. And I'm not counting it, so I'm counting it second release, second weekend release as because it got more theater. It's like sixteen theaters compared to a thousand. So okay. So cool. um, it uh, opening weekend in the top five. Where do you think it fell? Top five, I would say. I, I, J- July twenty second, so it's a summer. July twenty second, nineteen eighty eight. Fun action flick. I would uh, say two. Number two. Hmm. I'm. Mm, I'm gonna say three because it felt like everybody was up and coming in that film. The answer is number three. Oh, look at that. Yes, look, I'm getting so I knowledgeable. Know. It's this eggnog and this title for oh, uh, bonus points. Can you name the top five movies of that weekend? Yes, one of them is Lion King. <laughs> Wouldn't it be so great, though? Lion King didn't come out that I, year. One of 94, them uh, six years later. Yeah. Mm, not far. I was living in Japan when Lion King came out. That's I don't how I can that. remember that one. What was it, 86? Uh, 88. 88. Uh, oh, one, is a, one is considered... Uh, a, the, the number one movie is considered uh, an animation classic and a techn- te- technological classic. Toy Story. Toy Story is 1995. Damn. Technological classic? Uh, yeah. yeah and it, it, an animation classic. Mm-hmm. Is it a kid's film or an yes. adult film? Yes, okay. both. <laughs> oh, man. It's it's a good family film. It's a good family film. I'm trying to think of what it was, was animated. It, it's, I will say it's also so 
uh, iconic that it will never be made correctly again. Oh, well, that doesn't help me at all. Um, you know, because they're rebooting everything and trying to reboot stuff. This, this would be incredibly difficult to reboot. Hmm. Space Jam. Uh, uh, you're you're in the nineties. Roger Rabbit. Yes, who framed Roger oh, Rabbit? Oh, that was such a great movie. Number oh my one. gosh, I'm on fire right now. I never really thought about that as a kid's movie. Welcome to well, the Space Jam. That seemed more adult to me. Well, you, depending on who's watching it and when they're watching. Cause yeah, because the kids stuff. have watched that recently and they love it. Oh, it's yeah, great. Okay. It's a great movie. I think they get a different interpretation than adults do. Which uh, one has, what's the the part real, part animated movie that has Brad Pitt in it? That's Cool World. I love Cool World. Cool I didn't World even know that was a thing. It's <laughs> awesome, and the music is amazing. I used to listen to that CD all the time. Number two. Oh, man. Um, can you name number two? No. Give me a hint. All right, so I'm hints. good at those. Yeah, yeah. We need a hint. It's mm-hmm. an Eddie Murphy classic. Nutty Professor. No, 90s. No. You're still thinking 90s. It is <gasps> Beverly Hills Cop. No, later. Um, it is probably I would I would think it's his number one movie. Shrek. <laughs> well, cu- uh, coming to America. Coming to America. <gasps> coming to I America. Would never have thrown that. And they down. are remaking no, that. They are. It comes out uh, soon, actually. Yeah, I saw pictures. They of remade that. Uh, number three, of course, is Die Hard. Number four, uh, I will give you the hint. It's the last hit, Dirty Harry film. Oh, that means nothing to me. I don't know. Uh, it's also similar in title to uh, superhero film. Don't tell me. Like a Marvel superhero? Yes. The The Avengers. Avengers. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) I will say it was made by Fox instead of Disney. So DC? No, you said Marvel. Thor. X-Men. Wolverine? Mm. (laughs) X-Men? But it's it's another character. The Hulk. You're you're close on Wolverine. It's another character there. Wolverine. Um, Logan. No. I'd have given her Logan if it was Wolverine. Deadpool. Yes, the Deadpool is what the what? yeah Deadpool. The Deadpool is such a good movie. The Deadpool awesome. is um, uh, the last Harry Potter film. Oh, Harry, Harry Potter. Potter film. <laughs> yes. I'm so sorry. I have been misled my whole life. I, I, Dead, Deadpool goes to Hogwarts. I, I have had um, four little pieces of pretzels for all day, and I've had alcohol, so this should be interesting. <laughs> they were the smallest glass too. I feel like I we need to get you some bread. There's some lay <laughs> potato chips over there. So uh, the last film, of course, I I, think. you guys won't get it, but it's Midnight Run. Yeah, I don't know that. You've right. got some Macs you can eat. So, yes. So oh, yes. Uh, where did Die Hard fall in the year of 1988? The whole year? Yeah, the whole mm. year. I feel like... 27. Mm, 40. Number seven. Oh, wow. wow. We were both way off. Damn, It was guys. really good. It was so, well done. So I will say that the top five films of 1988, two of them are mentioned in the, the opening weekend that we talked about. Uh, I will tell Roger you this. Rabbit? Yeah, that's number yeah. one. Um, uh, and Coming America is number two. But the last three, it's funny, all five of these are comedies. It was a good year. It was a good year. People um, were so happy and joyful. That I came the next year. <laughs> so, do you want hints? <laughs> sure. Comedies. Uh, uh, number three, uh, my hint will be Robin Williams. Coming to America, Vietnam. Good morning, America. <laughs> <laughs> Awakenings. Good morning, Vietnam. Um, it is good morning, Vietnam. Yeah, that, is that what it's called? Yeah, good, good morning, morning, Vietnam. Haven't seen it. Number four, you want a hint? Yes. Yes. Tom Hanks. Big. Yes. Very good. Uh, number five. Castaway was not a comedy. <laughs> number five is a sequel to one of the biggest comedies that has uh, was not made in the United States. 
So this is a sequel to one of the. Is it the, Canadian? No. It I'm has to be comedies. British. It's got to be British. No. The Office. No, that wasn't that. It's not British. No, it's not British. Australian. But yes. Crocodile Dundee. Part Crocodile two. Dundee. Part two. Part two. How am I doing this right I now? I don't know, man. But is you slap like an <laughs> admiral hat on you and you like. <laughs> Between Admiral uh, Burrito uh, over here. Uh, also, we've done these movies last year, so <laughs> just. Oh, that means nothing to me. I know. That's why Time I has no meaning. That's why I play this game every week with you guys, because <laughs> I know you just don't remember. Um, we have done two films uh, in 1988. The, the very first film we've done on the podcast was? Child's Play. Yes. <laughs> I finally remembered. Uh, I sat here for a second. I was like, it wasn't The Prince of Darkness. No, I it was Child's that. Play. It was Child's Play. And then that ranked number uh, 32. And then Halloween 4, um, the Revenge of Michael Myers is 61. We must like the year 88. It's not only our third third film. Oh, that's true. We, there's was, what was year? it 85 that we had a lot? There's in? one that we had a lot in. No, I think we've I think I think we've done a couple threes. I don't think we've reached four on any of them. Okay. But or was it 80 this is <clears throat> 86. Did we have a few in 86? Uh Aliens and um God, you're like a wealth of knowledge. I want to play that game so hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh I think only Aliens. He's like, I only had three pretzels, but watch me answer all of your questions. Throw it on a year. doesn't matter. <laughs> I'll tell you what they ranked. I, I can't do math, but I can do this. I can math. I, you know what? My job, not my job, Angelo has forced me to math. And he, like, I f- swear to God, I feel like I'm in school. Like, I'll walk in. It's like, okay, pop quiz. If you have this number and we're doing this, what is the formula to get this answer and go? And I'm like, God damn it. I'm glad I don't work there. I'd be like, Angelo. Like, well, let me take out my clipboard. I'd be like, Angelo, I can't work for you because you need numbers. <laughs> so, but it is, it, I have, it has forced me to refresh myself and all the math that I learned in school that I th- swore I would never use again. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Yeah. Well, that's the end of our Christmas episode. We'd look at Die Hard. Die Hard. And by the time that you guys hear this, it will be Christmas Eve. Yeah, it should, yeah, should be Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Christmas Eve. Yeah. Oh, that'll be great. So Merry Christmas. Merry Happy Christmas. Holidays. Um, we also have a video uh, uh, that goes along with this, so you can get to watch the video before it. So check out the Mopcast Network on YouTube. Also, we did a Christmas play I wrote. and It was uh, great. And uh, so that'll be airing, too. I'm, I'm actually supposed to be getting copies of that from... Um, Chickasaw, so I'll be able to put that on the website. That was a lot of fun. It was, it was a lot of fun. Even it, even though we were on stage for like ten minutes, I have missed being on stage. Oh, gosh. So it was it was amazing. It felt weird to be at we were at Chickasaw and I've stage managed there, so it felt weird to be on the stage and not walk backstage. I have a thing for backstages. Like yeah, they make me so happy. I love backstages too. I oh, um. Man. It was not, what I really enjoyed about that is I did not expect an audience. To have a couple people, yeah, there yeah. was there was several people really yeah. there watching, and that one really made it feel nice. So, like your more performance than just yeah, than just a record. So, yeah. when we get uh, that up, you'll be able to find it. We'll, we'll definitely post it on the Facebook page and the Twitter. Um, uh, it's funny. It's uh, it's called the Naughty List, and it's about uh, Christmas monsters. So it is. yeah, because I great. can't write anything normal. I can't like no. not all of us are we monsters. Had, we, had, we had some like. Um, parameters and i'm like okay i'll put and then i was like everybody's gonna do these heartfelt kind of things or the things that you know i thought ours was really fun so it was really yeah i did monsters just comedic. and also if you listen to the star wars uh shows uh jd's uh our krampus in that yep he is he's, he's a great krampus mr fantastic <laughs> mr bombastic 
And that is a wonderful note to leave on. A great, great Christmas carol. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> from Shaggy. Yes. <laughs> See. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. Oh, this is like the <laughs> smallest glass of eggnog. It's fine. Just wait till we get off the air, people. Wait. Um, this is Sky saying this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.